Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. An icy title match, a broken table, so much more. We fade away and classify ourselves as absolute. Get it? Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, there's been nary piano music before in my life that makes me so happy. Oh, in fact, we should turn it up a little. It makes me so excited. I'm glad we're playing Christmas music. (laughs) This is better than any holiday music. Oh, definitely. So much better. Yeah. This is the piano version of Obsolete. Mm. And for my final show of 2017, I could not think of any better tune. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so beautiful. It's so perfect. Um, to me, it sounds like a level in Castlevania, and I'm here for it. Dare I say it's delightful. Mm. And we are delighted to have you here on the Monday Night Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. What's up, everybody? 2017 is almost over. This is the second to last show of the year for us. My last show of the year. So excited to be here with you. Monday Night Raw came to us from Cleveland. We come to you from Los Angeles, California. Johnny LaQuasto here at Jay Quasto. The lovely lady over to my left. You can see her every single week on Marvel Movie News, as well as so many other outlets. Follow her everywhere at Marquia McCarty. She is Marquia McHoliday Party. <laughs> yes, yes, I am on Twitter, and it even rhymes, so it's yeah. absolute perfection. It really, it's, it's delightful! It's delightful! And not obsolete. Never. And another person who is far from obsolete. He is the former Hollywood Heritage Champion in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He's wrestled the world over. He may or may not have been at Monday Night Raw last week, as well as other shows. You can follow him everywhere at True Hobo. Some may call him Robert Baines, but you can call him The Hobo. Yeah, no, to answer the question built into your statement, yeah, I, I was at Raw and SmackDown. Yes, you so were. So that's, that's that. Yeah. Had a great time. I bet you did. Nice. It's good to see the folks that uh, do the Raw and the SmackDown. Okay. Yeah. Any uh, any fun, uh, I don't know, uh, observations? Any? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's always good to you see know, it's, 
the more the more you are in the wrestling business, the more you can say it's just another show. Yeah, it's just another day at the office. They just do it a little bit bigger. Some are bigger than others. You're absolutely yeah. right, but it's still it's amazing that matter what high of a level you're at. Stuff happens last minute, things are rushed, things are hectic, and you got to be a team and pull it all together. We're all the same, man. Yep. The more the more you see it, the more you realize we are all the same, and those that try to divide us are trying to sell something. Yep, we're all a big team. All the same. We all want the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's a beautiful thing in a way. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the human condition. Yes, it certainly is. So let's get cracking because we don't have a ton of time. We got to get through a three-hour show in just about over forty minutes. So I think we could do it. It was a little. I bit, think we can. Bit thicker show this time <laughs> around. So I think the, uh, the 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 chance for us to to fumble is there. Okay. Well, I think we can carry it across the goal line. I don't think we're going to drop the ball. No. 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 And, you know who never drops the ball or the mic or, well. Anything, really, is Samoa Joe. He hits the ring. He calls out everyone on the shield. He says they can't match up to him. They're all afraid of him, especially Roman Reigns. He calls out Reigns. Reigns tells the boys in the back, I got this. He hits the ring. They start fighting. Then the bar shows up. They start beating down Roman Reigns. Then the rest of the shield shows up. It's a big old Donnybrook. It's a numbers game. The bar and Joe gets the, get the best of them, and not a bad way to start. Yeah, Samoa Joe was all. He's on fire. He was just on it. I adore him on the mic. I love that he just had that coquina clutch like locked in on Mm -hmm. reins while everybody else is like, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and uh, scrabble over there. Uh, I've got one. Yeah, go scrabble. Yeah, you go scrabble, you. Go scrabble, kid. Go scrabble, kid. (laughs) Make it happen. No, I, and Samoa Joe is probably th- the most believable guy when it comes to, to anything he says. Oh, yeah. You believe it 100%. And I was sort of wondering why Roman Reigns was taking so long. And you see Rollins, you see Ambrose backstage, yeah. and they're kind of watching it, and nothing's really happening. And then I know why. you got to trust your instincts. It was a trap the whole time. Yeah, it was. He watched it all from the back, and it worked. They got the upper hand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how we started Raw. A whole bunch of matches happening tonight. We got Cesaro versus Reigns for the IC title. We got Seth Rollins versus Sheamus. Here's the one that I found very intriguing and surprising. Kane versus Braun, where the winner gets Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. I was like, wow, we just got a number one contenders match out of nowhere. Really? I mean, Braun, obviously. Kane, I was like, hmm, okay. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people have said that they don't feel like Kane's actually up to par with uh, with Braun Strowman, but I I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Yeah. Who am I to say? Right. Really. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was a build up match for Braun. I mean, I guess we're probably going to get Braun and Brock. You know. It's I don't know. Just, I mean, we'll the way see. this went off the air, really mm. tough to say. But we're not there just yet. No, I mean, conventional wisdom would have made you think that's what we were going to get in the main event. But plenty more to go before that. First match of the evening, Paige and Mandy Rose with Sonya Deville at ringside taking on Mickey James and Bailey in a tag team match. Oh, Tony (laughs) nailing it. Let me highlight your player. <laughs> holla, holla, holla. A lot of moments in this match, in this tag team match. But of course, Paige gets the boot to Mickey James, and Absolution gets the win. Mandy getting the pin on Mickey James. And so, you know, uh, 
this this threesome is definitely making more of an impact than the SmackDown threesome. We can say that. I think maybe partially because they were first, but also Paige is the ringleader, and and I just you know I still feel like the SmackDown trio didn't make a lot of sense yeah, to me. Let's mm, stick to so. words like trio. Or triad. Okay. Let's stay away from threesome, shall we? Yes. Let's not do that. I'm sure it was maybe something in the back of your mind, screaming it loudly into your into your brain. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say it. I enjoyed the mic time uh, with this, that was good. Yeah, yeah. With this tripod, I'm yeah. gonna go with tripod. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I thought it was good. Um, um, uh, Sonia, you know, she got a good reaction. From the yeah. crowd too. I mean, they're they're what nerd, but they're gonna what everybody. Yeah, they're gonna what everybody. But uh, before the what's, it was like it was a good reaction, and you know, it was good good ring work. It worked. I mean, she's progressed fun. so much, and considering no more than a couple of years ago, she was a fighter and had never really been in a ring, and you know, uh, she had an opportunity and really invested herself in it. And it worked. Yeah, it's it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to make that transition, but obviously she had the right people around her to guide her in the right direction. That she stands out amongst the uh, her other two uh, compatriots. I mean, you look at the staff at the Performance Center. You can't say enough about them. You look at someone like Sonya Deville. Look at Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream. Dude was, you know, relatively new a couple years ago. Yeah, and he stood toe to toe with Alistair Black, who's fifteen years in. I mean. You look at what happens down there, a lot of great stuff's going on. Uh, shout out to Haywood Wong calling them the Triforce. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. I mean, that actually would yes. be a better name than the Riot Squad, I think. Um, I would go for the Triforce any day, every day. Tri- yeah, Courage, Triforce. wisdom, power. See? Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. <laughs> so this is a pretty cool segment. They get the win, but this would be not the last we see of Absolution for the evening. Now we can spend the next half hour talking about this. Bray Wyatt! <laughs> and Woken Mad Hardy. I, this I, is mm. so good. I loved this. You know, I was in here last week and I just can't even express. It's funny watching that segment last week and I think it got million, like over 2 million views on YouTube. It was like, it the, was so good. It just goes to show WWE, like, oh, people care about this character. Mm. I didn't realize how much I missed Broken Matt Hardy. And, and and Brother Nero and Rebby and King Maxwell and Senor Benjamin. That was they were the best thing about wrestling in 2016. I don't care what anybody says. It was the most original, the most creative. Yeah, granted, it was off kilter. And you know what? Wrestling is off kilter. Mm-hmm. It should be. They yeah. took chances. They did. Like, they and, had the and cr- that's yeah. what stood out. They really put it all out there. They did something that nobody has done in a long time and created something that really it, it, it escaped wrestling itself and it, it yep. became larger than life and, and no one could believe it. So here it is yeah. now again in some way or another. As someone who's so well versed in superheroes, I know you can <laughs> relate to it because it was like otherworldly. The stuff that Matt Hardy says, you know, I've danced with Cleopatra. Tonight he's like, I walked with Sister Abigail, but she succumbed to the evil dark side. It's like stuff that is is otherworldly, and it just makes you step outside the wrestling comfort zone and say, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and go with it. And that's why they were the best thing last year. And oh my gosh, I miss them so much. And I know right now we only have Matt. But mm-hmm. I can only hope it's going to progress. And when Jeff comes back, I would love to see Rebby get involved. And, and, of course, King Maxwell can even walk now, which is a step up from a year and a half ago. He beat yeah. a man. He, he's undefeated. Yeah. yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, no, um, uh, I'm looking forward to them flying drones. And Vanguard them, 1. I want yep. them I want them to do that. Uh, at this point, we'll be able to actually get it. So, um, but know, going back to uh, the superhero thing, yes, it's kind of like, with this, it kind of re- reminds me of like a backyard wrestling mixed with Runaways, a little bit of Captain Chaos from uh, South Park is like thrown in there. And it's all of this, and it's all relatable. And then it's also, it's kind of like, your uncle that has one too many at any family gathering and he's just really cool yeah. <laughs> in that drunk uncle way. It's it's all of those things and it is so hilarious and matching it up with Bray Wyatt, I was so behind this. Mm. This was so well done and I I watched it a couple of times and I couldn't help but just like laugh along with both of them while I was watching it. It's amazing. I recommend everybody do that. It's like, ah, 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 what's ah, great ah, is they're spending a number of weeks just trading barbs back and forth without any kind of confrontation. It's like, there's no reason to rush it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and Matt, what's great about this is now he can call back to things he used to say back when he was with TNA. You know, he, he calls Meek Mahan, you know, he, he did that via tweet. He calls out the day of the new. He did that back then, and even Xavier Woods tweeted, I am so on board for this, because now the day of the new, they can do things. And, like, I saw a video last week. I think it was last week. Um, Kathy was doing one of the uh, the digital clips, and she quoted a tweet from Matt Hardy, and she pronounced it Meek Man, and he quoted that and tweeted, please pronounce it correctly. It's Meek Mahan, <laughs> which uh, anyone who watched the Broken Hardys would know it's Meek Mahan. But it's just everything about it, He's you could tell he's got creative freedom. And as you know, when you are given creative freedom, not only does that make you motivated, it makes you excited, and the sky is the limit. Sometimes the ideas that you have are, are too big for other people yeah. to truly understand. Because only you know you. Right, right. So when you have, when you somebody gives you the ball and you go, and they go, okay, we, we trust you. You just go, okay, let's let's make this 100%. Yeah. Let's, we're not going to half-ass it. And that's one thing Matt Hardy does not do nope. with this concept, not in the least. He does not half-ass it. He is in there 100%. And he certainly was in TNA. And Sort of my my drawback to this is how how far is WWE gonna let this go? I think as long as it's doing well in ratings and merch, it's gonna go as far yeah. as they want it to go. The whole point was that the Hardys were producing their own stuff for TNA. They sure were, and Jeremy so, Borash had a big part of it, and Borash is a very creative guy, right? Yeah. So how much of WWE is gonna make sure that their fingers are on the ball? Well, if they this? know what's good for them, they're gonna keep their fingers out of the spot. They generally yeah. don't. Just just no. If we learn anything just, from Warner Brothers in DC, <laughs> anyways, go ahead. Right. I'm not afraid uh, to say it. Yeah, um, no, it's just a uh, let 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 the Hardys have fun. Well, let I them at, play. I let at them this play way. and frolic in their unicorn garden. You know, with you know, let's have the rejuvenation. Let's just have everything. Well, yeah, because you know when you have so many other things you have to cover as a company, when you can trust a certain piece of talent to be like, okay, this is going to be creative and awesome. That's one less thing on your plate you have to worry about. Like with New Day, when, you know, sure. just they, kind of let that branch out. They started they coming it. out and, you know, uh, Dragon Ball Z wear. And they're like, okay, cool, we have this. And now we have popsicles. Now we have bootios. That's the thing. You know, and it's unicorns, unicorn stampede. It's just let it happen. They know how to sell things. Yeah. Right. I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. 
as far as how far it's going to go? Right. I mean, corporations are complicated things. Sure. When you're when you're do, producing your own stuff and it's on par with other people in the corporation, they go, well, it can't look that good or I am obsolete. Mm-hmm. Pun not really intended. Yeah. So people are, people are very particular about protecting themselves, protecting their spots. So I don't know, I don't know how, how collaborative this can be when it really was Matt Hardy and, and creating his own stuff it was, there. Yeah, it was Matt, Jeff, and, and Borash that right, were just right. the team. You know, they were they were producing it. Yeah, themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, I look on the bright side. They have an unlimited you know budget, so they can film at the Hardy compound. What I love, what I'm most excited for regarding Bray and Matt, they both got compounds. You got right. the Hardy compound. You got the Wyatt compound. This can go real far. Wait, yeah. does Wyatt still have a compound? Didn't it get burned down by yeah. Randy? He still well, has rights to the land. It's his land. Yeah. Well, the government's <laughs> going to take it away. Yeah. Which they seem to have their... They, the government the wants to take most everything from you, so they can yeah. probably take possession of it. But it's his right to that land. He burned down um, Sister Abigail's uh, cabin, mm-hmm. if you will. We can call it a shack. Shack. A shanty? <laughs> oh, um, yes. No, not a shanty. That's a town. A, a, swamp, oh, right. a swamp shack. A swamp shack. Yeah. Was, so, was it a t- tin shack? No, wait. How's that go? Uh, With a tin roof? Sure. Never mind. I think Let's it did have a tin on. roof. I think, it, yeah, there may have been a tin roof on there. But either way, they can take this so far, and this is exactly perfect for Bray, and it's perfect for Matt because they can just go back and forth. And I just think people who weren't up on what the Broken Hardys were doing a year ago, oh, my God, are they in for a treat. It's going to be cool. It's going to be something. I'm glad else. everybody's happy. And you can see Matt; he's he's getting really creative with his dialogue. And my favorite thing in wrestling, in my experience working in wrestling over the past seven years, is when a wrestler is given the chance to be creative and and the input of their character, because that's when the best stuff happens, man. Because people know who they are. If they get a chance to really sink their teeth into something that's when you see the great performances because it makes you want to when you're ne- when you're personally invested in something it makes you want to take it that step further yeah so but yeah. wrestling on television can be difficult for that because it's sure. a very collaborative experience and once once things start to slow down for you and if other people aren't used to writing for you they're not going to pick it up so there's not going to be anything for you after something has kind of petered out yeah, so but it can be we're tough just, we're we're at the forefront of it now let's not try to look at the uh, third or fourth act when we're still in the first act let's enjoy I'm the pretty escalating <laughs> Let's enjoy the you know escalating action yeah. and let's mm-hmm. let's enjoy this climb. I mean everybody's going to want to get on this Hardy train. It's it's going to be yeah. And, and if you haven't, if you're watching or listening and you haven't seen what they've done, I think it's still on YouTube. Look up the Great War. Look up Apocalypto. Um, I know I'm missing another big one. They had three major events. Apocalypto was hilarious. Apocalypto is the one. Um, all that. Uh, the final deletion. Final deletion, Apocalypto, <laughs> and the Great War. Look all that up, and you're going to be so much more excited for what you're about to see. To be honest, if you haven't watched any of that, shame on you, because you've really missed some great stuff. So go back and watch it right now. Uh, anyways, he says he's going to delete Bray Wyatt. That's how it ends. <laughs> so there's that. There you go. And we can't wait. Exactly. Uh, Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore having a talk with uh, Gabba Gulak. <laughs> and he accidentally mentions Nia Jax. And, and Gulak um, thought, oh, that's because you want me to be ready for any kind of competition. And he's like, yeah. How you doing? 
Yeah. I don't think it was a, an intentionally teachable moment, but yeah, sure. Be ready for anything. Why not? Be yeah. a Boy Scout. He already looks kind of like a grown-up Boy Scout. He looks like he's running for president perpetually, so sure, be ready for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a Freudian slip to, you know, the student council president or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, so that happened. Uh, Kane says he's going to defeat Braun and move on to the Royal Rumble. Nothing else there. Seth Rollins taking on Sheamus. Uh, I love this because, you know, Sheamus had a plan. Worked the lumbar, uh, the left knee, which obviously we all know Seth Rollins has had a lot of knee issues in his career. But Seth perseveres, had a hell of a combination leading into a Falcon Arrow oh, and then wow. leading into that high knee. I, is there even a name for it yet? Does he call it anything? Besides the, uh, I call it the Omega. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> the Omega. I, I mean, might as well call it the Canny. <laughs> the Omega Knee. But uh, what do you think of the match, Brandon? I mean, hobo. You hit in the head a lot, don't you? I do. Yeah, very tired. Uh, no, really, really back and forth. I mean, it it felt to me like Sheamus was really trying to get that victory, really going after that knee, targeting it in such a fierce way that the standing stretch muffler just letting him hang there and then somehow transitioning into the cloverleaf. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was really doing everything that he Great, could right? to yeah. tear the leg off. I'm, I'm even surprised that he didn't get the win. I, I kind of don't understand how Rollins was yeah. able to withstand that. That's Sheamus, a fair point. Sheamus was, like, systematic with his devastation on Seth Rollins' body. I mean, that's yep. what happened. Not like, to mention, he outweighs him by 60. No. Yeah, I was extremely like Though it got like it got to the point where I almost did a walk away because I was like, oh, okay, Sheamus gonna Sheamus right. is gonna win this, right. and I'm not like a walk away. I don't mean a walk away like oh the match was good. I mean as in a walk away like oh here's a here's a shiny thing in the distance. Let me be a magpie and I have this other thing that I have to do mm-hmm. real quick. Um, and I almost did a walk away, and then I look back and Rollins won. And I was like, what? Yeah. It, okay. it wasn't as though he's Superman. It wasn't like he suddenly decided that he wasn't in pain. It was It was a slow and systematic, this didn't work, and then this didn't work. And Seamus, it just started to roll downhill, and eventually it just couldn't be stopped. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes that's how it goes. You become so frustrated in the ring with a competitor that, that you cannot put away that you start to make mistakes out of exhaustion and frustration and then it but before you know what it, it's over and you're like i i swear i had him i don't know what happened i should have had that it was in my fingertips and somehow your opponent is able to turn it around on you like this that knee he nailed it yes he did. i mean yes, he, did. he got every square inch of it and yeah. seamus hits hard so if you're gonna get seamus down you have to hit him just as hard, and he got him square and put him away. But on the bright side for Sheamus, still one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. So you have Ambrose and Rollins, they keep winning all these single matches, but when it comes down to it, they're still not Tag Team Champs. So it is making it very even between the two teams. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 I, interesting. I really I really did enjoy with um with the differing matches between um uh, well Cesaro, Sheamus and Cesaro mm-hmm. is that um they were more focused on submission. It was like a bit more technical work and I actually Loved enjoyed it. that. I I was really behind that. I mean seeing Sheamus, you know, pulling out the 
the uh, clove, what clover leaf, uh, pulling out that. And it's like, um, I mean, I, I guess I just got so used to brogue kicks. I forgot this man can really lock you in tight and just stretch those tendons. Oh, Seamus is the man. I yeah, mean, I, you know, I enjoyed seeing that tonight. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors. And today, Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Yeah. He's been training a lot harder than he has in a long time. Uh, they were saying that on commentary, and I've seen some of the videos, and he's he's training more now for endurance than power because he, he outweighs a lot of his competitors without necessarily trying. So it is about endurance more than size for him. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a change in, in his training regimen that's leading into a, a change in how he's approaching his opponents in the ring. And very much Seth Rollins is going to test your wind more than than your power. He easily outpowers Seth Rollins, but he's got to be able to go with a guy who's kind of hits you from all the wrong angles. Yep. That's Seth Rollins' game plan. He never hits you dead on. It's from every other angle. So to fight a guy like that, you need all of the wind and all of your intelligence about you. Perfectly said. Uh, next, Dean Ambrose talking to Renee Young backstage, and she asked him about you know how he has to face Samoa Joe, and he said, uh, I don't really have a strategy, but uh, thanks for the pep talk. So, well, you can't talk about your strategy before. No, <laughs> essentially, before it, before he, it he, he stated good very point. clearly the things that you don't want to have happen. You yes. don't want to be choked out, which is a good point. I mean, yes. I wouldn't want to give away a strategy for anything. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now this is th- this match was a lot of fun. Mm. So here's the deal: we had a fatal four way in the cruiserweight division to determine who will face Drew Gulak next week, and the winner of that match will then face Enzo Amore for the cruiserweight title. So, obviously, a, a legal situation happened over this past week where Rich Swan has been suspended. Um, obviously, it's very unfortunate. It's not our place to speak on it. All we know is um, there's a, an arrest made, and he, unfortunately, is suspended. And so... Yeah. If you want more information, it's all online. Yeah. So. And so they had to shuffle some things. So the match tonight was Mustafa Ali, Tony Nese, Cedric Alexander, and Ari Davari, and whoo, Arkea. This match was some fire. Yeah, it was. This was oh, Mustafa Ali. He was just he was like a little MVP. He's just something like else. he was just really going at it. I was like, dude, he's something what? else. He's been the embodiment of the cruiserweight division. I feel now sure. for quite a while. Man, oh, I was really behind what he was bringing. Like, uh, like my my two for it because I always pick two out of a <laughs> out of a fatal four way. Um, it was him and it was um, Alexander. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Alexander was like a beast. He was... He Always was, is, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, systematic devastation, with, like I was saying with Seamus. It's like, no, he just... He kept on going at it. Mm-hmm. Every time he had a chance to, he did. So, yeah, Alexander got it. He nailed it. He did all the right things. Um, that inverted 450 yep. was gorgeous. It's nuts. I was just... Oh man, I need I need a gif of that for for my Friday feeling for every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> because what does it incredible. make you feel like? What does that mean exactly? I don't know. It's kind of like a mixture of um, 
uh, really hitting a you know like a perfect combination in Persona Five, which is a Japanese video game. I love it. It's an RPG. It won best RPG. Is it like a combo breaker? Two thousand seventeen. Well, combo breaker. Well, I guess I could do it more like a, a Capcom, uh, you know, Marvel Infinite kind of. Uh, Thing with but it. sure, but that's yeah. what Words these guys know. make you think of, isn't it? It's like a video game. The stuff that yes. they're able to pull off is really yes, kind of nuts. Speaking of which, is TJP injured? Uh, I oh, forget. we haven't seen him for a second. Um, I forgot. No, he's always oh, not. He's not. Okay. Yeah. We haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Uh, well, so yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but back to the match though. Um, I'm glad Alexander won. He definitely powered through with it. I would not have been mad if it had been Mustafa Ali though. No, no he's I, impossible I, not to love. Oh, Ali's yeah. great. He's really. I I think he's been putting in a lot of time. I think he's actually right now he's the heart and soul of the cruiserweight division. Not that Alexander isn't good, but I think Al, Ali is one of the few guys I'd say has really visually Im- impressed me and has come a long way since first uh, debuting in the cruiserweight division. He's one of the few guys I'd say, this is not the same guy who started. This guy is way better mm-hmm. than when he got here. Um, so I, I want to see I want to see him just grab that brass ring. That's what I want. In my I, opinion, I believe he is the next cruiserweight champion. I don't. I don't think, regardless whether it's Gulak or, or Cedric, it could go either way. Because if Cedric wins, him and Enzo will be entertaining. But if Gulak mm-hmm. wins, it's going to be pure comedy between the two. But, I I hope that um, Alexander wins over Gulak, and then I hope he does take the title away from Enzo, and then they can do a whatever they're going to do with um, Enzo getting the title back. But mm-hmm. I feel like Enzo needs to be dethroned for like a little bit, even if it's just a day or a half a day or whatever, <laughs> just to rebuild that fire back up. Sure. You know, yeah. have him throw even more money at the Zoe train. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. This is a minor thing. Cedric Alexander's music is way too anticlimactic. It just takes so long to get going. And I think part of the reason that you don't see a big reaction from the crowd is the music. Like, I really do think entrance music for live audiences make a big difference. You know, Steve Austin, the glass breaks, the rock, if you smell, like things like that. His music starts off so quiet and slow. Oh, you mean it needs a signature? I think it just that's, needs... That's literally what that's called. The think, thing at the beginning of, of your... No, I just think he needs new music, signature. period. Yeah. Yeah, but but not like Cesaro's music where they just put an alarm at the beginning no, of it. No, no. Not like that, but just like maybe cut to the chase with his music. Because Alexander's a very exciting person in the ring, and mm-hmm. his music is the exact opposite of that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, I haven't been t- paying that close attention, but if, if you say that's the truth, then I believe it I, to be the truth. Just my humble opinion. That's yeah. just fine. <laughs> so next week we got Gulak taking on Alexander. After the match, we're backstage. Gulak's talking with Enzo, and he says, I want to be the champion. I'm going to defeat you after I win next week. And Enzo's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's just, you know, friendly trash talk. And Enzo reminds him, you work for me. Yeah. I put money in the Zo train, and your PowerPoints suck. <laughs> well, he doesn't go that far. Okay. He says he has a word to describe his PowerPoints, and, and Drew says informative. That's true. To which, uh, really, Enzo does not 
refute that, so they they move on. Well, to, Nia Jax uh, shows Nia up, Jax. and yeah. uh, all smiles. She's got a great smile. She sure does. Yeah. Something's a bro. She got the cool ponytails. Yeah, those braids. They're pretty cool. Uh, man. Box mm-hmm. braids, I believe. I had to get braids like that. You I should get the color in them. Like I can braid them myself, but I can't get the the color stripes. Really? Oh well, no, I don't no, know where just, to get them. No, no, you just braid them in. Yeah, but I don't like. What are they made out of? No, it's it's just it's just hair. It's I guess like I could do it hair. with like a, to, like a shirt. You can go and just to any any hair. Yeah, you can use yeah. you can just anything like that. Like just there's anything. definitely people who could hook you up. Yeah. All right, yeah. I hadn't thought about it. Oh, you should. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'll work for you too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would that would really fit something that you'd be doing at some point. <laughs> If it hasn't already happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would totally work. So Nia Jax, all smiles, talking with Enzo. Um, it's going to be fun to see what direction that goes. I think she's going to eat his lunch. I don't know. I I just see, like, she's real friendly with him now. She's going to tear his head off like a Oh, like beat him mantis. up? Yeah. Oh. I thought you meant something no, else. No, 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 <laughs> That's not, get your minds out of the gutter. Well, How what? dare you? How dare you? I dare you? I no. I Eat his lunch like a school bully. Don't say how oh dare you. You're the one who, when you started off with the Silence of the Lambs music a few weeks ago, and you're dancing going, would you watch me? Hey, I'd watch me. You were right there with me, man. I was. I, I'm not criticizing not you. Alone. I'm just saying, don't how dare me. Oh, oh no. I'm just saying. I was like 12 years old right then. Like, no, just don't. He means something else. <laughs> it wasn't just me, clearly. <laughs> and like, take his lunch money. Just say that. Take his yeah. lunch money. <laughs> take his pretzel rod. By that I mean, what that? That's not what I meant. No, in, <laughs> at, in the cafeteria, you got to get no. every kid got a pretzel rod for a, no. a yeah. No, yeah. Johnny. No, no, it did. No. No, you could get a pretzel rod. No. Stop it. <laughs> so, Cesaro and Roman Reigns. <laughs> Once again, another. Uh, yeah. How do yep. we transition? <laughs> Woo! What a way to close out my 2K17. Uh, yeah, great match. Fix the notes. Yeah. Great match. Cesaro Roman Reigns. I mean, man, so many physical elements of this. Oh my gosh. The European uppercut. Uh, the, the Roman Reigns gets the backdrop. He he counters the uh, the neutralizer into a backdrop, then the spear for the win. You mentioned very old school way to win, but whoa, these two. They're such physical specimens. Oh, yeah. It's really crazy what they're able to do with each other. And it's just, a lot of it's just brute strength. Sure is. I mean, Roman Reigns had his his arms systematically torn apart. Those, I mean, obviously Cesaro was rubbing off on Sheamus. The bar, baby. Sheamus was not the technical master that we really knew him to be until earlier tonight, and then Cesaro showing the same amount of prowess. Sure. Oh, the, the, he would not let that wrist go. No. That wrist belonged to him. And, and it was the Rain, right wrist. Rain stole that wrist, and he was getting it back. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was It was really something to watch. It's it's intelligent to to really work on the, the linchpin of a guy's offense. And the I love Superman that. Punch. I love mm-hmm. It's so fun. That's the... My favorite thing to call too, because when when someone is is trying to take away, like you mentioned, a linchpin of someone's arsenal, then I then you can get into what they're doing and, and the body parts and what it can do, what can affect, and then it starts. To, then the story develops around that. Like it's great when people have time to do that. 
Yeah. No, it's like a, a when I was watching it, it just flashed me back to like the Mae Young classic when it was like oh, a yeah. Baszler versus um, Kyrie Sane. Full show. And you know, Kyrie Sane's got that diving elbow. I mean, that's that's her thing. And <laughs> Baszler was working that elbow. You were at home and you could feel those tendons like stretch. It was like a little orchestra happening with all of that. Oh, and I was just like, I I just can't. Mm-hmm. And then seeing um, tonight with Cesaro doing that yep. with Reigns. I was like, not only is this incredibly smart, it's incredibly entertaining for me. And God, this poor man must be in such agony. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of here for it. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think it should be an uphill battle. And again, this is one of those matches that you were like, he could really take this. Cesaro might win this thing. He could be the, the next Intercontinental Champion. I like mean, everyone right look, Everyone knows Cesaro. I mean, well, he's already won half of the Tag Team Champions, but Cesaro, man, that, he's just... Him and Reigns both defy physical logic in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> I mean, they're both just really... They put on a hell of a match. I mean, and obviously Reigns wins... So you got Rollins, you got Reigns, both singles victories over the bar this evening as the tag team title match will eventually be happening. So after this, Braun has a message for Kane right into the camera. Basically, he's like, I gave you a dose of your own medicine, and now you're getting the full dose tonight, and then I'm going to get Brock Lesnar again. Braun. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much it. All right. That's it. Asuka hits the ring, waiting for Alicia Fox. Her music hits. She's nowhere to be found, but Absolution comes back out. Paige says, why don't we take a look at what happened? And Alicia Fox has unfortunately injured her left arm. Talking to the referee. They hit the ring, and finally we get some physicality between them. They start beating up Asuka, and this is what I found pretty cool. Kamarkia, the entire women's locker room, just bolts to the ring, and they chase off all three members of absolution. Because they're sick absolution. of it. Of yeah. course they're sick of it. What? You have these uh the this tripod that keeps on coming after them Triforce? one at a time. Triforce. Yep. Yes, let's go with Triforce. You have this Triforce that keeps on coming after them one at a time. Mm-hmm. And here they are coming after Asuka and Asuka's like fighting them off. That's right. And you know you have Asuka in the ring right there. So it's like she might be able to take all of them on. Let's just go out there. Now's the time. Mm -hmm. There's no way we're losing this. So let's go ahead and let's tussle. And that's what happened. Yeah. Although Asuka, she had him for a moment. She was able to divide and conquer, but... With you, when it's three to one, the numbers are going to catch up with you. You can't yep. you can't fight them off for the long term. Although Oscar, I think, put up the best fight of anybody thus far, and they've, clearly they've jumped quite a few people. Yeah, and, and that was before uh, she really got riled up. That was like um, Oscar in phase one. Mm-hmm. Right, like, we've only yeah. we've only seen her like maybe ramp up to maybe phase two and a half. I know. You know, uh, Oscar in phase four is just going to be like this. This incredible beast that I will love. I will love to be afraid of. It was interesting to see the entire locker room band together. I don't know where it's going to lead, but it was kind of cool to finally see them get chased off. So, which means Absolution will have to get creative, and hopefully they do keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of interesting, Jason Jordan talking with Kurt Angle. He apologizes to his father, but then he says, I want Samoa Joe. I'm the only person who can beat Samoa Joe. And Kurt Angle finally says to him, Hey, no, you've never beaten any of the other opponents. You came close. That's not winning. And he finally says, just like a good father, 
you'll have your match with Samoa Joe when I say so. <laughs> and just like a petulant child, Jason Jordan says, okay, Dad, who should I say? Okay, Kurt. Oh, oh damn. That's some after school special type stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, I was pulling out first name on Dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's right. that when you do that is Some, someone's yeah. trying to put his big boy pants on yeah right mm. I, I knew this was gonna get interesting i'm glad because i love petulant jason jordan it's great yeah no this this is really working out he's he's acting like a spoiled kid sure is it's i i saw the seeds being planted and now it's just starting to grow into mm-hmm. something interesting um, the question is, is Kurt going to fight him, or is Kurt eventually going to come with him? I can't, I can't see Kurt and Jason Jordan having a match. Oh, then again, it's wrestling. Anything's possible. I don't know, yeah. though. I can't see that happening anytime soon. And and clearly, it wouldn't be a WrestleMania match. Um, well, never say never. It could be anything. True. But mm-hmm. uh, Jason Jordan's trying to to write his own ticket and pretending pretending like he has been doing a great job when he hasn't. Right, literally, yeah. Kurt Angle said, "Holding your own is not winning," which is so and true. It's not. <laughs> it's not winning. So now I think we're. We, we're learning important lessons, mm-hmm. and Jason Jordan is learning a lesson, whether he wants to or not. We're all learning here. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed this uh, this back and forth between the two of them. I enjoyed that Samoa Joe, you know, referred to him as well, you know, in his opening thing, like that that silly bastard Jason Jordan. Uh, he mm-hmm. said that. So. Boy, that's really offensive. It was like just, on a bunch of levels when you I, really think of it. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, but it, it was just like. Um, I it's getting better with what yeah. this with what this is this whole Jason Jordan thing it's getting better it's getting there Jordan was on point yeah so yeah. I'm I'm liking where this is going I mm-hmm. want them to continue going in this direction this Completely works agree. totally agree yeah. Samoa Joe taking on Dean Ambrose and Jason Jordan sits on the entrance ramp. I'm just we we have to go pretty fast here. He just interfered a whole bunch of times. At one point, he had Ambrose in the belly to belly, about to execute the move, and Samoa Joe dives through the second rope, suicide dive action, right into both of them. Good God! That's that's Samoa Joe. I hate you all. Just taking out everybody. I don't care what side you're on. My weapon. My body is a weapon. Oh, it is. It it's is. a bat- He's a human battering ram. I think this was really, this was perfect for Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan did exactly what Samoa Joe did last week, and it turned out not so great for the Boy King. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Oh, I like that. The Boy King. Interesting. Nice. I dig that. I Oh, I want them to run with that. The that's, Boy King. That's perfect. And because of all the interference from Jason Jordan, it leads to Samoa Joe getting a slight opening. He locks in the coquina clutch, and bam, he defeats Ambrose just like that. But yeah, I think this is this is where we see Jason Jordan really settling into a character. And if that was the plan all along, I don't know if there's a plan on the fly where they realized people weren't into him, and they said, well, we got to go this route, or if that really was the plan. No, this had to be the plan. had to be. It's working, because yeah. people are not liking him, and he's being even more annoying, and I think that's the way it has to go. Because yeah. physically, the dude's a beast. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He is, he's, he's, he's a, a Yeah, he's a pure athlete. I mean, that's, like, not even up for contention. Why what's going on? I don't yeah. know. One of the phones is going crazy right now. That's weird. I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. Just put him on the ground. Backstage, um, we get Titus Worldwide, y'all. 
Oh, that's right, we do. They are welcoming Dana Brooke into her brand new role as the Titus Worldwide Statistician and Head of Research and Development. Apollo Cruz is all pumped up. Gallows and Anderson approach and say, you know, there's a word to describe those of you that are part of Titus Worldwide. And uh, Gallows is really getting into the saying nerds. I think yeah. he's been into it. Yeah, he's really into it, though. Yeah. No, I mean... Yeah, they're they're rolling the erd. They have a when they, shirt that <laughs> literally that. focuses on the fact that they call people nerds. Hey, why not? Yeah. So if nerd is the word, sell the word. Nerd is the word. Nerd is the, the word. Nerd. And oh man, what I loved about this is the whole thing is going on, and all of a sudden you just hear, <laughs> and Braun just parts the Red Seas just by walking. <laughs> it's so brawn and so perfect. Yeah, no, that, yeah. That, that works really well. Yeti crossing. Yeah, right? right? Yep. <laughs> he was just like Bigfoot. <laughs> he Sasquatched he just, it, for sure. I mean, we found Bigfoot. He was like power walking, like those mall walkers. Yeah. You see when they get really ambitious. He's yeah, too, they, he's too big like, to oh. run. He's like an elephant. They just heel toe it. They can't <laughs> actually get a, a good run going on. So yeah. true. Which leads to the main event, Braun Strowman taking on that damn demon Kane. It doesn't last long. We get a double count out, and then I believe afterwards, that lasts longer than the actual match, just beating each other up. At one point, they clashed steel chairs together. I'm no, sorry, no, steel stairs. steps. Steel steps. Steel yeah. stairs together, yeah. not chairs. And it all ends with a double, I'm sorry, double count out, then a power slam through a table from Braun Strowman. So. They both did the Undertaker pop up. Yeah, yeah, that too. So, boxcar superstar, where does this lead us? Are we, we're not going to get a triple threat at the Rumble? I mean, what other options are there, really? A rematch? I mean, yeah, okay, but even still, like, what's what's the difference going to be? I just if, if um, there if we do the same thing, isn't are we going to have just the same result? Well, let me follow up your question with a question for you. Mm-hmm. What would you rather see, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar, or Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and Kane in a triple threat? I don't want to see the triple threat. I, that's my answer too. I I just I don't. There's there's no point when you have um, Brock Lesnar. I'd need Brock Lesnar and one other person. Yeah. Um, I want that other person to be Samoa Joe, but that doesn't look like that's going to be happening right now. Eventually, sure. Eventually, eventually, right. and I think it would be a really good match, and I want Samoa Joe to put him in a coquina clutch. Ooh, I, I know. really want that. Maybe for something where it's like, oh, it's not on the title, or it can be the title, and then that's how he loses it, and oh, that would be fantastic for me. But yeah, if we're going to do a Braun and Brock, I want a Braun and Brock. I don't want a Braun, Brock, and then a Kane on the side. Kane on the side sounds like a delicious (laughs) dish. (laughs) I I think Braun is too big an opponent to have a singles match right now. To me. What do you mean? Pardon me. Do you mean Brock? Uh, no, Braun, Braun Braun is too big an opponent for for Brock right now. That's a WrestleMania match. That is that's a that's a top okay. tier that's a fair point. match. I see. Uh, although the I rumble is is it is the number two three event of the year. Sure, mm-hmm. granted, mm-hmm. Uh, but I I think they're going to make that wait. I don't think I think it's going to be a triple threat, and okay. I think Braun Strowman is going to get incredibly close to that title, and I think Kane is going to be the one that changes the tide, and he's going to. Pull it, pull out all the stops, mm. and cause the loss that is going to lead to Braun and Kane. Oh Lord! In a, in a retirement situation, oh. and in for all the cards, all the money. It, it, it's at it's, the Rumble. 
Not at the Rumble. Okay. So a little bit okay. further down the line between, let's say, now and, and WrestleMania, we're going to see Kane's retirement. And I think Braun is going to be the one that's going to retire Kane, and then after that he's going to move on to, to face Brock Lesnar sometime in the future. And I think, Marquia, that's about as appropriate as it can be. Yeah. Braun retiring Kane. Yeah. Wow. I would, Especially if Kane I would, becomes mayor. I would be behind that. You know, we had Reigns retire Undertaker you mm-hmm. know, so, so far. So far, I, uh, so far, yeah, up there. I'm, I'm okay without charging. Whatever. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey now. Hey, um, but yeah, Braun retiring, uh, retiring Kane. Wow. That would put him and Roman dead even. Each one of them retiring one of the brothers of destruction. They are. Wow. They are wow. perfect uh, opponents. Uh, Roman and Braun. They really are. So why not have them give them two high-profile retirements apiece and have them fight each other in perpetuity until, you know, the the earth explodes? So let me ask you a question. What is your prediction then for Brock Lesnar's opponent at the Rumble? No, it's going to be both of them. It's going to be a triple threat. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I think that is Where Brock retains without having to pin Strowman. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. That would be a, a match that we've certainly never seen before. That, and that would work for um, our timeline that we just established. Right. So. I mean, I, I'm just, if I were, if I, if I can make this interesting to watch, that's how I would make this interesting to watch. Right, because if we're supposedly getting Lesnar and Roman at WrestleMania, you got to have something juicy for Braun. And I think, I don't know if they could make it a classic retirement match for a character like Kane. I'm going to be buried alive or something like that. Ooh. Inferno match. Light oh. the man on fire. Could we have a buried alive? When's the could last we? time? It's been a could decade we? since a buried alive man. match, right? Oh, wow. The last one was Taker Kane. Yeah. And that's technically how Taker disappeared. Oh, damn. And Braun and Kane could pull that off. Yes, they could. I mean, Braun, he spent three weeks in a in a dump truck. Oh, yeah. No, he's... Garbage they have truck. written Same him thing. to be... Mm-hmm. As crazy a character as The Undertaker and Kane, but without any of the really maddening backstory. Like, he's just really, he's just, look at him. Like, you don't need a backstory. Look at him. Right. He's he's a modern day Jason. He just keeps on coming back. He really is. And how do you get people invited for, uh, invited, excited for a Kane versus Braun match? Buried alive. Yeah. That's a WrestleMania attraction for sure. Yeah. I think we just booked that, guys. You're, you're welcome, WWE. Yeah, that's going to be great. Anyways, um, oh, did, by the way, thank you to wait, the incomparable. Did we miss a match? Did we? Wasn't there, wasn't there Finn versus a mistrash? We did. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We uh, Finn. God, that was so short. Finn crushed Curtis <laughs> Axel in a couple of minutes, even after they jumped. There it is. In. Yeah, so match, match okay. two of the evening. That's yep. Axel. Yeah. Yep, my apologies, but uh, yeah, Finn yeah. with the. Um, our Orlando Orego in chat room, he, he said, what about Finn versus Brock? And that made me think, didn't Finn fight tonight? <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it was it was yeah, just a yeah. chance for him to stretch his legs. I mean, he really didn't, really didn't go. Mr. Rush was super fun. You know, they fun, were, they were fun jaunty. Was... They were jaunty jesters. There you go. Um, during, during this. So I, I enjoyed that with them. I dig that. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, thank you to the incomparable Scott Narver for the Braun Strowman Christmas sweater. This um, is a sweet Christmas shadow. There's, there's actually, if you could notice, there, um, there's Sasquatches on the Braun Strowman. Yeah, of course no, there I is. Because he's a sweater. monster among us. Yeah, and I think this might be, um, I don't know, there's aliens. There's, of course there's candy canes, because Braun Strowman loves him a candy cane. It's a cane. Christmas sweater. Yeah. 
But I, yeah. I love it. Not only is it very, so very good. comfortable. Uh, happy birthday, Ghost 8386. Your birthday is this Sunday. Have a good one, buddy. Um, yeah, it's just comfy. It's a good way to go out. All right. Or in a bronze sweater. Nice. Uh, well, you in it. Yeah. <laughs> Alive. Yes. Well. Right underneath the boiler room, because let's bring that back, too. Yeah. See? A boiler room buried alive match. <laughs> uh, thank you to Tony in the booth. What up, Tone? Our yeah. Steven. No. Sorry, I was a little too slow on the draw right now. That's okay, yeah. buddy. We're just saying thank you. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Thanks for all your hard work this year in 2017. I know we have one show left. I just want to say thank you on the show. Oh, thank you, Donnie. I really appreciate that. Of course, man. And it's also fun having you on DC every week. Um, yeah, well. and he's also Aunt Manthony for Marvel. hey so. Yeah, I got to shrink down his size, too. Oh, damn. Get the persona <laughs> for that one. That's talented. Yeah. Yeah, I go really method acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, let's let's close out. Let's put ourselves over. Yeah. So, Marquia, go right in. Uh, well, quick shout out to Faceless Jay. Thanks for uh, all the great stuff. He's saying really saying really nice stuff. Uh, Faceless Jay, thanks, dude. Um, but yeah, for me, thanks, you can catch me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Right now, I'm known as Marquia Mac Holiday Party. That's right. What up, though? Love my holiday parties. Um, tune in this Friday at uh, 1.30 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Skybound. It'll be our last comic book roundtable that we'll have for this year, and then we'll pick it back up in January. We bring you the weekly releases of Skybound and Image Comics. That includes Walking Dead, Birthright, Outcasts, all of these really awesome comics. So, you know, join us for that discussion in our chat room. It's lit, so it's really good. Lit and nerdy. And okay. then for tomorrow, um, catch me on Marvel Movie News on uh, Popcorn Talk. That's at 2 p.m. every Tuesday. We have two shows less, left in this year uh, tomorrow and then the next week. And then that's it. We'll see you until next year. So that's join right. us for uh, Black Panther News and all this Marvel stuff that happened. And we'll see you then. And Mr. Boxcar Superstar, the Hobo. Yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at True Hobo. First things first, Wrestling Pro Wrestling is Thursday. Final show of the year. It's December 2, December. I love it. There that, will be singing uh... and merriment, and it will be a fantastic show. You can watch that on Twitch TV slash wrestling. And you should. It is so fun and entertaining. Brian Kendrick runs it. The people involved are very talented. And you talk about having creative freedom. Look no further. Than <laughs> For that. real, on like a, a, a an intergalactic level. Yeah. Uh, championship wrestling from Arizona is this Saturday. Robert Baines will be appearing. Oh, at that. oh, yes. that's exciting. The, the I need to see right. that. The incomparable Robert Baines. Everybody, I cannot um, wait. Well, let's see. Wednesday, uh, NXT is on the USA Network for the first time ever. We will be covering that with an after show uh, airing just after that. So if it's at five, we'll be on air at six. Please tune in for that. And for t-shirts, please go to nxteam.spreadshirt.com. Tis the season to give to your loved ones the gift of us. There you go. <laughs> And uh, let's see, Jay Quasto, this is my last show of 2017. I'm going to miss you guys. I'll be back, Jesus, January 8th, because we're not going to do a show on December 25th or January 1st, even though WWE is, but the studios won't be open. There will be a show next week. I will actually be out of town. Let's see, Las Vegas, I have shows the 18th to the 24th at the MGM Grand at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club if you're in Vegas. And Pennsylvania, I'm coming home. I got a show December 26th in Bethlehem. December 28th in Philly, December 29th in Easton. Otherwise, if you want to get yourselves a stocking stuffer digitally, go mm-hmm. to quastoalbum.com. 
It makes a great Christmas gift. It's an hour plus of love and joy and jokes and a few cuss words. And it's wrapped in a fun dad package. It really is. It's, it's so fun dad. <laughs> and so, yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. I'll see you next year. They'll see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. Those of the host only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.